Welcome to the Pearl of Great Price podcast. Thanks for joining us today. It's the 31st of March. On this day in Christian history, we go back to the year 1631. And we travel to London in England, where the English poet, scholar, soldier and priest John Donne died. He is seen as the greatest of the metaphysical poets. Dunn was born into a recusant family. That is a Catholic family who refused to attend Anglican services and were often fined or imprisoned for their lack of compliance. Dunn himself would later become a cleric in the Church of England and under royal patronage he was made Dean of St Paul's Cathedral in London. Famous now for his writings, poetry, sermons, his writings reflect the two distinct stages of his life. His early career was marked by poetry that bore immense knowledge of English society, of which he was very critical. His satires dealt with common Elizabethan topics, such as corruption in the legal system, mediocre poets and pompous courtiers. And he also starts to deal with the problem of true religion, a matter of great importance to Dunn. And in this early stage too, his erotic poetry stood out, especially in his elegies. Dunn did not publish these poems, although they circulated widely in manuscript form. This may as well have been a period of being an outsider. Some have speculated that Dunn's numerous illnesses, financial strain and the deaths of his friends all contributed to the development of a more sombre and pious tone in his later poems. The increasing gloominess of Dunn's tone may be observed in the religious works that he began writing during the same period. Having converted to the Anglican Church, Dunn quickly became noted for his sermons and religious poems. And towards the end of his life, Dunn wrote works that challenged death and the fear that it inspired in many people, on the grounds of his belief that those who die are sent to heaven to live eternally. Dunn was born in London, the third of six children and his father, also named John Dunn, married Elizabeth Hayward, who was a great-niece of St Thomas More. At the age of 11, he began studies at Hart Hall, which is now Hartford College in Oxford. After three years of studies there, Dunn was admitted to the University of Cambridge, where he studied for another three years. He could not, however, obtain a degree from either institution because of his Catholicism, since he refused to take the oath of supremacy required to graduate and he went on to legal school. The oath of supremacy required any person taking public or church office in England to swear allegiance to the monarch as the supreme governor of the Church of England. And failure to do so was 
to be treated as treasonable. The requirement to take the oath for Oxford University students was lifted by the Oxford University Act in 1854. It was a frenetic time. The Spanish Armada had just been defeated. And during the intermittent Anglo-Spanish War, Catholics were increasingly seen as the enemy within. Dunn's brother Henry was also a university student prior to his arrest for harbouring a Catholic priest, William Harrington. And Henry died in Newgate Prison of bubonic plague leading Dunn to begin to question his Catholic faith. Dunn travelled across Europe and later fought alongside Sir Walter Raleigh against the Spanish at Cadiz and then the Azores, and he witnessed the loss of the Spanish flagship, the San Felipe. This prepared him for a diplomatic career, and he was appointed Chief Secretary to the Lord Keeper of the Great Seal, Sir Thomas Egerton, and was established at Egerton's London home, York House on the Strand, close to the Palace of Whitehall, then the most influential social centre in England. He soon fell in love with Egerton's niece, Anne Moore, and they were secretly married just before Christmas in 1601, against the wishes of both Egerton and George Moore. And it was a wedding that ruined Dunn's diplomatic career, getting him dismissed and put in Fleet Prison, along with the Church of England priest Samuel Brooke, who had married them, and the man who had acted as a witness to the wedding. After his release, Dunn had to accept a retired country life in a small house in Pyford in Surrey. But in a constant state of financial insecurity, he soon moved back to London. He was elected a Member of Parliament for the constituency of Brackley, but the post was not a paid position, and so he started writing poems for wealthy friends or patrons, especially for the MP Sir Robert Drury of Harstead, who became his chief patron, furnishing him and his family an apartment in his large house in Drury Lane. King James was also pleased with Dunn's work and urged him to take holy orders, and therefore he was ordained a priest in the Church of England. After a few years he was made the Dean of St Paul's, which is a leading and a well-paid position in the Church of England, and it, he held it until his death in 1631. That's all from the Pearl of Great Price today. I hope you've enjoyed listening. Please join us tomorrow if you can as we look at the theory that April the 1st is the actual date of the Last Supper. Visit our website for more information at www.pogp.net and if you'd like to respond directly, then email the show on pogppod at gmail.com pogppod at gmail.com Have a lovely day wherever you are and thanks for listening.